Matthew 6:33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Thank you for listening and being a part of Season 4 of Seeking the Kingdom Podcast. This is where we discuss biblical topics. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Saturday morning. And starting this season, we plan to add the weekly episode to Instagram on every Wednesday. We pray that by listening to these podcast sermons, your faith would increase and that we would grow together as one in the body of Christ. God bless. Praise the Lord and praise God. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom podcast. Tonight's episode is season four, episode 11, titled Joshua Generation Rising Up. Uh, tonight's a very special episode. Uh, we have with us tonight uh, a very special guest, pastor and overseer of Soldiers for God Ministry uh, based out of Orlando, Florida. He's doing doing wonderful things there for the glory of God, uh, Pastor Anthony uh, Pastor Anthony, I want to say thank you so much for being a part of what God is doing in the Kingdom of God ministry, Gatanda, Miami, Florida. Uh, we want to thank you for uh, being here with us, um, not only on the on seeking the kingdom, but you shared a wonderful message uh, for the glory of God on Thursday night, Amindi and the Kangari, titled "The Altar and the Flag." And I encourage everyone, after you listen to tonight's program, I encourage everyone to go back to episode 10 and listen to uh, that uh, anointed message by Pastor Anthony titled, uh, The Altar and the Flag. Uh, Pastor, as I told you earlier, um, I was there live, uh, but as I was editing that episode, uh, for the glory of God, it it touched me a second time and it was beautiful. Thank you so much for bringing that, that wonderful message to us. Amen. For the glory of God. Um, I thank the Lord for what God is doing uh, in all the churches. Amen. Amen. And I thank God for uh, uh, that 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 day. I think it was last week. You guys asked me to uh, share on the podcast. And uh, we I'm very encouraged to see young men of God doing what needs to be done. Uh, why? Because when I see you guys, I see me, Pastor David, Pastor Kevin, Pastor Samuel, Miller, all of, all of us that started in a, a basement of my house, just <laughs> reading Bible, doing Bible studies. And uh, God cool. used us for the glory of God. And God is raising up a Joshua generation. And God's I'm, glory. He's really, God. I'm excited God. about it. God's glory. We're also joined by my brothers in Christ, uh, Christopher, oh, uh, Pastor Ronnie Leskoshav. I'll uh, Jerry, I'll pass God bless you, gentlemen, for being a part of tonight. Uh, without God further ado, we don't want to take too much of Pastor Anthony's time, so we're going to get straight into it. Uh, Christopher, would you open up tonight's program in prayer and uh, please pray for Pastor Anthony that the Lord would anoint him tonight for his glory? Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we love you, Mukoda. We thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise, Father God. We thank you, Mukoda, for Pastor Anthony, Father God. Devla, we know, Father God, that your word is anointed, Father God. We ask that you would bless the pastor, Mukoda, as he speaks your word, Father God. I pray that you would remind him of every point, Father God, that you've given him through the power of your Holy Spirit, Father God, that you would bless this time that we have together, Mukoda, for your glory, for your honor, and for your praise, Devla. And I pray for the listener, Mukoda, that their hearts would be receptive to your word in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. 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 Glory, Lord. Jesus' name. Amen. So, go ahead. I was going to say, that being said, the the mic is all yours, Pastor. Amen. For the glory of God. I pray God that 
he'll loosen the anointing and give me the words to say and everyone that needs to hear it will hear it and be drawn in by the Holy Spirit to receive what does say it the Spirit of God amen, amen. okay so amen. um I was uh I was always going to church um because you got no church right uh, mm -hmm. all my life all my life and then after a while I would go to I, I attended Doobie for a year and a half and then I came back to the Eastern Catholic Church and I stood there and went to school, all these things. But before that, uh, I would, I was living a, just a normal, uh, we're going to call it gypsyanity life, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's just gypsyanity. What's the definition of that? It's going to church, uh, putting your $2 in the basket, praying, mm -hmm. praising God, leaving, and then Monday through Saturday, living a gypsy life, living an old uh, man mentality life of thinking we could do what we want, act how we want, and we're okay. What the and uh, it's, we know this is against the Bible, so we'll just call it gypsyanity. Mm -hmm. But God called us to live a life of Christianity, Amen. which Amen. literally means to be imitators of Christ, not impersonators, right? Amen. So Ephesians 5 says, be imitators of Christ for the glory of God. So Obviously, I wasn't at the start uh, thinking I was Christian, thinking I was okay, but I was still doing what you would normally do. Uh, a lot of people don't do all the things I did, but I, I, I did. And I, I'm saying this for a reason, you know, drinking, the gambling, the fortune telling, the the scamming, the case of the clocking, you name it, we did it, the party and uh, just a bad lifestyle. And uh, But I thought I was okay. You want to know why, guys? Because I was ignorant to the word of God. Hey, I did huh. not know I knew of God. I didn't truly know God, right? Mm. So my mother-in-law came in town, Juanita. Matter of fact, she's there with you guys in Fort Lauderdale. And a Christian woman of God. And um, no matter how bad I treated her daughter, no matter how bad I fought with her, argued with her, dating unfaithful, just bad person, right? She never screamed at me. She never cursed. She never yelled. She oh. she never she never raised her voice at me. Sure she never she never took her daughter from me. She would always tell me about Jesus. Mm. Uh, she preached. I could say it like this: She preached Christianity with her mouth shut. She was an mm. example. She she was her true oh. example of God. So she came in town when I used to live in Chicago, and she said, "Anthony, please listen to me." You could go to church, you could pray, you could fast, you could do all these things. And I, I you know, I, I used to do stuff. Like I used to pray, I used to fast. I used to uh, sing on choir, but I was in the club Saturday. I was partying, fighting, killing people. It's just a bad, bad situation. That, and obviously I didn't know the enemy was trying to keep me from my call. Tried to keep me from my call. She said, read the Bible, please. Wait, here's the Bible bookstore address. So... Out of her respect, I went, long story short, I got the Bible. I start reading it. It was a daily devotional. And I began to read three chapters a day, four on Sunday. And you got you read it through a year. So I did that. And something happened. Now, back then, guys, I was a workaholic. Mm. Uh, I was roofing, seal coating, blacktop, paving, you name it, buying, selling. Whatever I could do, we did. And uh for me not to leave the house for three days in a row, Gina came into my office and said, what are you doing? You never left the house for three days. What's going on? And I said, Gina, I've been reading the Bible. Mm. She didn't know what was happening in those three days. In those okay. three days, I felt something that I never felt before. As I was reading the Bible, I felt 
a joy. I felt a, a fullness, a completion. I felt, I felt the love of God. I felt, um, I felt complete. Everything I was trying to get in a car or a watch or a, a amount of money or uh, something that I, I was looking for and the clubs and the partying and, and the vacation and the going, and the, you know, possessions, materialism, uh, relationships. It, it was, it wasn't, it never fulfilled me, I but think. I thought this was gonna, but when I start reading the Bible, I said, my God, I said, this is it. Amen. This is it. And I felt the presence of God. I felt the glory of God. And I said, and Gina, I've been reading. And I said, I said, I'm going to hell. I said, you're going to hell. Everyone I know is going to hell. Oh. And I said, I said, cause I'm re look at what this says. Look what this says. Look at what, why don't pastors mm. preach this? Why look what this says. Look at this adultery, lying, scamming, the lot of talking. Well, it's talking to churches. It's talking to so-called Christians. It's warning us. It's telling us. And I said, why don't we hear this being preached? And I said, but look, and then, you know, this is in red letters. This means this is Jesus talking. You know, I just learned it. I'm like, look, this means it's Jesus. Uh, and it was, uh, it was mind blowing. But then I kept reading and I understood the grace of God. Then I seen yeah. the mercy of God. I seen the forgiveness of God. Amen. And what brought me to repentance was you love me this much that you're willing to forgive me for all this trouble. Most you're willing to forgive. You're willing not only to forgive me and release me from it. You're not only for, forgiving and releasing and giving me mercy and grace, but you even want to use me? Mm. Who am I? Wow. Thank you, Lord. And that love brought me to repentance. And within that year of reading the Bible cover to cover uh, on that daily devotion, it got set me free from, you know, addiction, bondage, bitterness, pride, lust, anger, adultery, drinking, any kind of little drugs I was doing, uh, partying, uh, uh, fortune telling, put a scam in case God took it all from me. He took Thank it. Thank you, Jesus. All Thank you, Lord. From, and it was the word of God. But in the middle of that, in that middle of that year, within three, four months of reading the Bible, as He slowly took it from me, as I surrendered, and I, because I knew nothing could compare to the presence of God. Amen. Nothing could compare what I'm feeling. Not a drug. Not a drink. Not a person. Not a not accumulation of stuff, wealth, money, materialism, possession. I said this. You, you, this is priceless. Mm. So, uh, I never wanted to lose that feeling, guys. And ever since then, it's been uh, maybe 18, 19 years. Uh, I've been reading the Bible every day, every single oh, day. And every time I read through it, I read it again. I read another translation. I read another one. I read a different co commentary. I read, and I'm constantly reading because I need to read the word every day, not Amen. because to show you what I know, but because. I love Jesus Amen. and I want to constant communication. What am I? Prayer is communication from us to God and the word of God is communication from him to us. Amen. Uh, you can't get mad at someone saying, Hey, you don't call me. You don't text me. What's going on? Your phone's off, right? You can't get mad. If the Bible's not open, don't get mad because God's not talking to you and you don't know okay. the direction in which way to go. Right. Right. So I'm saying all of this for a reason. Uh, in those few months, I began to just share with the boys. You know, they know me as a partier and a killer. Uh, I would fight. I was, I was in trouble with seven families in Chicago, seven different families. Oh. I, I had a bad attitude. I was, I used to fight. I used to, you know, do all those things and uh, had a bad attitude, bad temper. 
uh, you know, I was the guy with the Corvettes and the motorcycles and the partying. And so when I'm starting to open up these couple of months and these boys are saying, what, what, what happened to you? Hey, they see a you difference know, in you. What are you saying? <laughs> What are, you, uh, <laughs> what are you talking about the Bible for? What are you talking? What are you, where'd you learn that verse from? How do you know this? <laughs> uh, and I'm, and you know, this is us on the back of the wall. And we used to go, to, if I used to go to Cornwall Church, I used to go to the war show, sometimes doobie. And I would sit in the back and we would make fun of people or talk or, you know, not pay attention <laughs> to their preaching, look places we should look, do things we shouldn't do. And uh, it was not really for the right reasons, right? But hey. now I'm telling them, shut up pay attention to the preaching. He's, what are you saying? Right. <laughs> then after a while I moved from them and when the front rolls, so like really <laughs> because it got, and he, they're saying, what happened to you? I'm saying, guys, I said this, and you know, I don't know. I'm witnessing. I'm just, and then at the same time, you know, I'm falling in these few months and I'm going clubbing once in a while and I'm drinking and, and I'm at the bar and, and I'm saying, guys, you got to come to this pastor. He preaches amazing. This guy's called preacher bit of anointing of God. And they're, Dude, why are you talking about we're in a club right now? Shut up. I said, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, like, it was amazing. I, I couldn't stop it, right? So the more I read, the more God took out of my life. The more I read, the more God took out of my life. And then I didn't want to go clubbing. He took the desires out because the word of God comes in, the, impure, the pure word of God comes in, the impurities come out. Amen. You're right? Amen. Amen. You get, Amen. The more you seek him, the more you find him. The, you draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. You abide in him, he'll abide in you. And if it were, his words, John 15 says, abides in you and you abide in him, you'll bear much fruit. Amen. Amen. You'll bear Amen. fruit without even people seeing it because you got truth, you'll bear fruit and people will taste of your fruit and taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. This is what was happening. And they'll say, what's going on with you? I said, I'm just reading, guys. I'm reading. It's amazing. I feel the presence of God. I feel something I never felt before. And uh, I start quoting verses. Mm. And I said, guys, come to my, come over to my house. Now, I back then, I, I got a house and I turned the basement into a party room, put a bar. I put dividers to cover the, 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 the laundry room. I, I put the carpet. I, I bought, I went to the Z gallery. I bought neons, James Dean, Marilyn Roy. You know, I'm making this. <laughs> he I went all out. Party. Yeah, it's a party room. I bought baby fridges, uh, mixers. Uh, you know, this is a party room. I literally, okay. literally made that whole furnished basement into a party room. But I start reading the Bible. So when I called the boys over, this is when I started reading the Bible. And we went in the basement. I said, guys, look at what this says. Look at what Galatians 5 says. Look at what 1 Corinthians 6 says. Look at what Ephesians 5 says. Look at what Matthew 7, 21 says. Look at what Revelation 21 says. It's just a thing that we can't live a life of sin, meaning an habitual uh, sin, a premeditated sin, a sinful lifestyle, uh, and, and expect to have the blessing of God and expect to enter the kingdom of God because a true born-again person actually changes their life. The Amen. word of God actually changes their life. Amen. And I said, words are changed, right? And I just began to talk. I didn't know I was doing a Bible study. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was preaching the word. I was worried about my friends because if they died, they're going to hell like me. Right. And I said, guys, this is, we're not right. Ooh. And long story short, we, we met up again. We met up again and we met up again. 
I never got to drink a beer in that basement wow. in the party room, but it became a Bible study room. Wow. I took all the pictures down. Wow. I took all Thank the God. bar down and it became a meeting place. Matter of fact, that's where uh, the foundation of Soldiers for God ministry started without even realizing. Amazing. Right? Wow, amazing. 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 Yeah. In that bit, that was our upper room, right? Uh, <laughs> in the north of God. Hey guys, we start worshiping God in a, People were falling in the sphere. We've never laid hands on them. They're just collapsing in the heavy presence of God. They're, they're getting the gift of tongues. They're crying. I mean, I didn't know what was going on. I said, what is going on? We're, I'm not laying hands. I'm not a pastor. I don't even know how to do that. People are just crying in worship. Uh, they're, they're hungry for the word of God. The presence of God is manifesting. And we just kept meeting every other day. We had no agenda except let's read the Bible, let's pray, and let's worship. And it it turned into 15, 20 guys. And then my pastor, the Gajikano pastor, called me six months into this thing and said, Hey, brother, I uh, seen a vision with you guys. You said you're doing Bible studies in your, your, your basement. I said, yeah. He said, you need to move it to the church. Wow. He said, I've seen you guys doing this in the church. I said, amazing, pastor. I said, okay, I'll do what you tell me. So anyway, this church I grew up in, I was seven year old. I was seven year old. My grandmother used to take me here. I didn't know what was the deal, right? I'm with the Church of God. I still am. Church of God, Jensen, Franklin, Perry Stone. Same thing like the Assemblies of God. Same doctrine, just different governing things. Like you call them presbyters, we call them bishops, just mm-hmm. little things like that. Mm-hmm. But I grew up in this church. And as I grew up in this church, uh, I got delivered in this church, set free in this church, born again in this church, got baptized in this church, went to Israel in this church, uh, glory to God, started the Bible studies in this church, and long story short, uh, and I'm, I'm fast forwarding all the way, but um, the Gajay gave me that church. We still have that church still today. The church wow. I grew up in, I became the pastor of, they gave me the building, they gave me the property. Pastor Kevin's there now. Um, and it's paid off fully, completely. And when God called me to Florida, I left everything. But the point is, it start Bible study started there, ministry started there, and I'm giving you guys all of this testimony because of one verse. I said all that to say this, and when the ministry started uh, in the church, we started doing homeless ministry, right? Mm-hmm. And if you guys seen the 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 movie Candyman, uh. He was based in Cabrini Green. You guys ever seen Yes, it? yes. Well, you remember that ghetto area? Yeah, the, it's a horror movie. <laughs> it, it was exactly. Yeah. We, we used to go in those ghetto areas and pass out food. Choda. Wow. And uh, they, the Galaga would run from us because they thought it was not a... You understand? Uh-huh. <laughs> so we had... Because they thought, no way. This is a fake. This is a fake. <laughs> uh, so they would run. And so we made t-shirts and we said, guys, we got to make t-shirts with the church symbol, stuff like that. What are we going to do? We had a meeting and we said, soldiers for God. Mm. Wow. That's how, that's how the name started. The Bible studies started, you know, the ministry without realizing it for a couple of years. And then obviously it became a ministry and that's another uh, uh, story. I'm not going to get into it, but in the midst of reading the Bible, God told me this, remember I'm in the new Testament and in that year, all this happened. He told me Joshua one eight. And I said, uh, so what does what is that? I said, what is Joshua one eight? And because I was in the New Testament, I never read the Old Testament yet, right? Mm-hmm. So I go and I search Joshua one eight, 
which is my life scripture, by the way. Moses dies, and God tells Joshua, Joshua, if you meditate on the word of God day and night, and be careful to obey all that is written, I will be with you wherever you go, and you'll mm-hmm. be successful and prosperous. And, you know, then it goes on and says, do not be afraid or discouraged or dismayed. Uh, I will be with you, right? And I'm paraphrasing it, but that's my life verse that says this. If you meditate on that word, if you get in that word, if you obey that word, if you apply that word, and if you make it uh, to a point where you're in it every single day, meditating day and night, I will be with you. You won't be afraid and I'll make you successful and prosperous. Right, Pastor Anthony, without you even knowing, you was doing all of that in your daily devotional. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't even know the verse. Right. Okay. So, and this is what gave me the confirmation to even do Bible studies. I told the struggle with Dennis, I said, Dennis, I think God's telling me to do this like every week. Uh, he said, Bay, you're too young. I'm 22 at the time. I said, yeah, Tyna, who am I? Right? So I go to the Gage County Church and the pastors, guess what he's preaching? He's preaching, Let don't let no one move you out of your position. I'm mm. like, wow, maybe this confirmation yeah that sounds about right so i go to the woman old church which is pastor Worshipful Southside, and he preaches now this guy is you know this pastor he's he's a simple preacher you know matthew 7 asking you shall receive at this time the man's seven year old he's doing what he could do but that night he says i want to talk to you about joshua and he says uh-huh. Go to the book of Joshua, chapter one, verse eight. And I said, <laughs> shut up. I, up. I want to hear this. And it was that. And I said, that was my confirmation. As a matter of fact, Pastor Walsh was the one that made me, let me preach my first Sunday message at 23. But anyway, the point is, I started doing the Bible studies. God used it for the glory of God. Now, every day since then, I've been in the Bible every single day and now i got a thing that i do every time i read through the bible i leave notes for my kids like my son david i gave him my first bible I, one of my first bibles i read through and i left the notes i said david listen to this pay attention to this obey this focus on this stay away from this stay away from that love you son like all the whole bible has notes whenever i felt led to say something for my daughter, I did the same thing. For my grandkids, I'm doing the same thing. Every it's time beautiful. I read your Bible, for God's glory, make it uh, make it a point to do that, guys, for your babies. Amen? Amen. The point is, because um, the, be- the biggest treasure you could leave your your uh, uh, your your kids, the greatest inheritance is is the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. It, it's more than diamonds, rubies, silver, gold, the Bible says, right? Amen. Uh, and it says a, a man of God leaves an inheritance. The greatest inheritance you could leave is a witness of Christ in the word of God. So anyway, so Amen. ever since I've been doing that, I've been in the word of God and God showed me Joshua generation is rising up in your generation. Now, let's transition. So that's how I got born again. That's how I got set free. And God showed me the importance of this Joshua generation rising and to be like that, right? So it's interesting. Joshua uh, 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 basically was the leader of Israel. I didn't know Israel in the Hebrew in the lexicon means soldier of God. Wow. Yeah, wow. it means soldier of God. I had no clue. So in Hebrew, our ministry name is Israel. So I, I had no clue about that, though. I found out later. So then uh, now you guys want to get fast forward to, to an amazing thing? 
God shows me this verse. Nothing new is under the sun. Amen. But everything happens the same way, right? Amen. Different people, different times, but the same subject matter, Amen. right? Amen. Why am I saying this? The woman of church was started, which Pastor Rooney was a part of, amen, for the right. glory of God. Amen. He had the privilege and the honor. That's why when I said when I preached, it was a very big honor for me to minister on the pulpit with him. Uh, the point is, um, 1977, that happened, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So watch this. 1977. So in 2017 was the 40th year of the, the Gypsy Church. Am I right? Right. In America. Yeah. Right. Okay, so watch this, guys. From the time I became a minister, from 2016, it was like nine years. Nine years later, I'm at a Anaheim, California convention that me and one of the guys, uh, Danny from Vegas, did for about five years. It was called Super Revival. When everyone was at Revival, we would do two-day revivals when everyone was at the Super Bowl. So even though they're there, we would get them in church to minister to them and pour into them and, you know, get them to repent and receive Jesus. You know, what Ooh. the devil meant for bad, God will use for good. Amen. So Amen. On, the, on the fourth year, we switched it to California in Pastor Stevel from London's preaching. Now, I'm part of the host so i'm not preaching this time i'm letting you know it's multiple ministers there right right and they say pastor they say pastor Anthony, would you share something i said i don't have nothing to share you guys didn't tell me you wanted me to share so i don't <laughs> got nothing and i don't like just sharing anything right us so i go on back to the auditorium and i and i began to pray and i said lord what do you want me to say and he begins to show me that verse. Nothing new is under the sun, but everything happens the same way, different people. I said, yes. And he said, you're in California on the 39th year. This is the year of preparation, he says, hmm. because the next year is going to be the year of manifestation of the Joshua generation. Hmm. And I'm being blown away. I'm saying, God, this is amazing because 2016 is the 39th year, 2000. 17 is the 20 is the 40th year and this is the transition of the joshua generation and the spirit of god's going to move upon the new generation god's going to manifest right and god's showing me all this and i said that's amazing i began to think of pastor safka right i began to think about you know however the situation was with moses he didn't enter the promise uh something happened with moses something happened with safka understand what i'm saying and something happened why was that and I said, this is amazing how all this connects. But watch this. Why I'm thinking this, who walks through the back door, Safka? Uh, I, said, well, I said, Pastor, what are you doing here? <laughs> he said, I just felt like I should be here. I said, you don't know what kind of confirmation you're giving me right now. <laughs> and, he, and so I hugged him and we went in the front and we started laughing, joking, talking. I said, okay. So they call me back up and they say, would you preach? And I said, I want you to listen what God gave me. And I'm going to be quick. I said, this is the year of the Joshua generation that uh, the transition is happening now. I said, nothing news on their son. Everything happens the same way. I said, just like Moses and just uh, died and, and the transition happened with Joshua. It took 40 years. I said, we're at the 39th year. And it's interestingly enough, we're in California. And I said, Pastor Safka walks in and he gives me confirmation. And I want you to know this is the year of preparation 
And this is the year to Joshua generation. Like Joshua stood up in Joshua 24 and said these words. He said, hey, he said, you could serve the gods of Euphrates. You could serve the gods of the Egyptians. You could serve the gods of your fathers, meaning doing your fathers, doing what he does in his traditions. Or, Very or you could serve our the God of Je Jehovah God. But for me and my house, Amen. we shall serve the Lord. He prepared. Amen. He made a choice. He made a decision. He made a stand. He made a declaration. And he did it, right? Amen. So I said, this is the year. And I explained, you know, this, this the similarities. I said, uh, and I said, Pastor Safka. And I said, God showed me this in whatever the situation is for the glory of God. So no one could look at you as the perfect man. Everyone messes up. And just like Moses, he messed up. Things happen. And I said, but this is all for a reason. I said, and this is happening right now. All right, long story short, uh, watch this. Stevel preaches whatever he preaches, he preaches. And then they call up Safka. Hmm. Safka does what no preacher ever will do. You ready? He gets the mic and he says, God bless you. He says, Pastor Anthony, did I ever tell you anything you just preached? I said, no, Pastor. He said, God told me the same thing. Wow. Would you come? Wow. Yeah. Would you come up and tell us more? He has me back. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> now, me and him, now me and him is wow. up there. Me and him is up there. And he's saying, Pastor, I don't know the number stuff. You were saying something about 40. I said, 40 means end of trial, life changing end of test, testing period over. And he, we just start talking about how God showed him the same thing and how the transition happens and how he understood what happened with himself and, and how the ministry and all these things. I mean, him got really close at the end. He came to me for a week in Chicago after that. We ministered in California to different churches. But at this revival, you ready what he tells me? I say, uh, Pastor, so next year is the anniversary. I said, so what is the year? I said, what is the year? He said, it's two I, I said, what is the month? So we know when is the anniversary? When is the exact month of the 40th year? Hey, he said, nice. July, he, he said, July 7th, 77. I said, hold on, stop. I said, so the, 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 the gypsy church started in the spiritual perfection number of seven, 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 seven. He says, yes. What does that mean? I said, it's spiritual perfection, you know, whatever the numerology, biblical numerology. And then God drops something in my spirit, guys. That made us go crazy. The crowd went crazy. The congregation went crazy. We went crazy. We was awestruck. God hits in my spirit the address of where we're at. I said, hold on. We're at 7777 Convention Way in California. <laughs> wow. I said, how could it be that we're talking about this? And we are literally in the location that represents the anniversary of what we're about to prepare for. It's and uh, the anointing of God hits. And it was just joy. And we're looking at each other. We're looking at each other blown away, knowing that God is in it and God is showing us all this. Amen. And uh, I want you to understand and know that Joshua was 80 year old when he took over, but Joshua isn't an age. It's a mentality to say, we're going to learn from mistakes of the others. We're not going to complain. Amen. We're not going to fall into disobedience. We're going to go forward. We're gonna we're gonna see walls fall. We're gonna be giants, seeing giants saying we're gonna reap harvests we didn't plant. We're gonna reap vineyards we didn't sow. We're gonna live in uh, places we didn't we didn't build. Meaning, God is gonna give us land. God is gonna give us places and dominion. Amen. God is gonna give us favor and grace. God is gonna give us. Uh, he said, Joshua, wherever you put your foot, it, it's yours. He's gonna give us authority to go to places to minister to people we never had a chance and never thought we would be able to minister to and 
have favor, we would never be able, thought we would be able to attain. This is the Joshua generation mentality. But in order for this to happen, for the glory of God, in order for this to happen, you need to understand and know that you need to be and do what Joshua did and was. He was a lover of the word of God. Amen. He listened to leadership. He submitted to lead. When Moses was on the mountain, he was at the foot of the mountain. Amen. Amen. He was fighting. We we preached in the church there just now. He was fighting while Moses was praying. Amen. Amen. He Amen. was doing what needed to be done. He took an account and it was a beautiful thing. And you guys ready for this? Because this is going to bless you. As a matter of fact, 2017, July 7, guess what? I did a I did a big service here for the glory of God. On the anniversary, uh, 2017, I did a big conference here Thank called you, Crossing Lord. Over, called uh, uh, Entering the Promise. <laughs> wow. And, wow. and uh, at the altar call, I poured a, uh, olive oil at the altar. I said, it's time to cross over. And everyone Amen. rushed on. It was so beautiful. And uh, he, he couldn't come because was uh, her eyes were really bad and the woman got sick. So yeah. he sent me a, he sent me a audio clip. And we put up his picture and the boys played the audio clip. You know what it was? Joshua, chapter one. Wow. Verse wow. <laughs> Be strong and create courage. Full, full circle. Praise the Lord. Yeah, make sure. Meditate on the word of God day and night. Uh, be careful, obey. Everything's written. Then and only then will be successful and prosperous. I'll be with you wherever you go. And he said, you know, Pastor Anthony, the church, go forward. for the glory. It was like a commission. It was so amazing. And I want you to know this is our generation. We are in it. You have, we have, all of us have the opportunity to see the anointing of God, the presence of God, and the people giving their life to God like never before. We went through a trial uh, these uh, few years, and I want you to know, when those walls fell, guys, this is you're going to like this. You ready? When those walls fell, Joshua and all the children of Israel had to fight. Dang. They fought off 30, 31 kings. And you know, you know how long it took? It took five years. Mm. How do we know? Because Caleb says when he's about to get his plot of land, why they're giving all the plots of land to everyone after right. they fought. Mm -hmm. Caleb said, I was 40 years when I entered this land and now I'm 85. Hey. It took 40, it took five, 40 years in wilderness and five years to fight. So it's not going to be wow. easy. We're going to fight, but God fights for us. Amen. 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 You're going to have to show up to the fight, but you're not going to have to fight. Right. God does <laughs> the fight. So glory to God, praise God. The point is, you, we're in the 45th year. Wow. Right now. Right wow. now we're in right now we're in the 45th year. And uh I did another service just now, July 7th. A lot of people don't know why I do those on those dates, but that's why I can do them for you guys. No. That's why the refreshing conference. <laughs> well, the cat's out of the bag yeah. now, Pastor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> on your guys' program. So the refreshing conference was on July 7th for a reason. Because we're in the 45th year. Amen for the glory of God. But remember. Before the 45th year and they got their plot of land, they fought for years. Sound familiar? Hey. Before the 45th year, we fought. We got attacked. Amen. Sickness, Corona, Delta. Yeah. But we got through. Amen. We're on Amen. the other side of it. And now we're at the 45th year where we say, okay, let's take the land. Amen. Let's, let's do what needs to be done. 
Let's exalt the kingdom of God for the glory of God. Amen. Let's represent him like never before. So I said all that to Amen. Say we're in it, but what we're going to do with it. You could pass. You could let this season pass you by. You could say, oh, that don't make sense. Have a blast with that. You guys don't want it to make sense. It ain't going to make sense to you. You guys don't want to get in the word of God. You know, whoever's listening to this, that's on you. If you want to say, oh, by grace, we're saving. We're okay. We don't need to do nothing. Have a blast with that. But for us that want to serve the Lord with all our heart and help others do the same, we're going to do what we got to do. We're going to be the Joshua generation that rises up and actually does something with the Great Commission, which is our mission. And we're going to go forward. We're going to meditate on the word of God. We're going to worship God. We're going to exalt God. We're going to please God. We're going to serve God. And we're going to go forward Amen. in God. Helping Amen. others do the same for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I, I close with this. Uh, close with this. Joshua generation did something wrong. And you look at it and you say, well, they didn't, you know, they didn't consult God with the Gibeonites. They pulled Fodma. Gibeonites said, please don't kill us. We're from a far land. And they had old clothes and they had old wine bags, but it was deceptive. There was only a three-day journey. And Joshua said, what did you do? You deceived us. But because he gave his word, he fought and God produced miracles. The sun stood still. And when you keep your word of integrity, even though people are, are, are Fodmari, deceptive, God will honor you and produce miracles in and through you and for you for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. And it also yeah. teaches us to, to, to seek the counsel of God before we make a decision. You know, these are great applicational points, uh, but the biggest thing they did wrong. It says, and when Joshua died, and when all the leaders with Joshua died, yeah. in Judges chapter 2, it says, and there arose a generation that knew not God. Wow. Right? Wow. Joshua generation got so caught up in the blessing. They got so caught up in the promise. They got so caught up in the benefits. They got so caught up with the mansions and the vineyards and the harvest and the money and the materialism and their peace and all what they got and the accumulation of everything. They forsake the law and the commanded and through Moses that said, teach your children, hmm. teach your babies. When you get up, when you go to sleep, when you work, when you're here, when you're there, they got so caught up with the blessing, they forgot to teach their children about the blesser. Amen. They got so caught up with creation, they forgot to teach their babies about the creator. And it says in Judges, people did what they want. And it was destruction and disaster. Amen. And once in a while, God up a judge. But Joshua generation, listen, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be used. If you meditate on the word of God and the promises of God, God's going to give you benefits. God's going to give you opportunities. God's going to give you favors. God's going to give you a, a platform. God is going to give you a voice to speak. Be faithful, be responsible, be obedient, and, and seek the counsel of God and, and worship God. But don't ever forget, if you want to see another generation impact it, the next you got to be an example and teach your children the word of God. Amen. 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 Pastor Anthony, Amen. you know what's beautiful, Pastor Anthony? You said something earlier in your testimony that you leave notes in your Bibles to your children. And that note in Judges that said they do nothing, we should take that. We should take Amen. that as a, uh, as a reminder to teach the next generation. Uh, and Amen. if I took any application from tonight... Uh, it was just this thing. Don't let nothing stop you from continually meditating Amen. on the law, continue reading the word, and let nothing stop you 
from doing what God called you to do. Uh, Amen. And that's amazing, amazing testimony, Pastor Anthony, for God's glory. Uh, why do you have something you wanted to say before we go? Yes, Pastor, if I can just comment on the beautiful message that you shared tonight. Uh, Pastor, you said in the midst of all that you were saying that uh, one of the, the uh, verses that touched your heart was in uh, was that nothing is new under the sun. That's that's in Ecclesiastes. Uh, that's right. In Ecclesiastes, the, the end of that book comes with a conclusion. That's right. Uh, from from Solomon, and Solomon's conclusion is, you know, even though nothing new under the sun, even though the big book begins with meaningless, 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 the conclusion that Solomon comes to is, fear the Lord and serve Him. That's our duty. There you so go, Amen. To me, Pastor, what you were saying now, and being that the Joshua generation is rising up. You know, I can be a part of the rise. I can be a part of the duty. I can do that, or I can be meaningless, 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 or I can just be a part of the old that, you know, the uh, you know the old things under the sun. No, not while God is some, doing something new. Not while God is is moving the Joshua generation, is raising up a gener Joshua generation. I want to be a part of that uprise. I want to be a part of that movement. I want to be a part of everything that God is doing. And I want to see all the blessings that God gives to his people as they move forward and as they, they, they gain the promise land. Amen. 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 Could I say something? Ecclesiastics is all about vanity, vanity, the money, the materialism, the Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like chasing the wind, and that's what they got caught up with, right? That's they it. got caught up with enjoying peace and you know enjoying everything they had. Well, they they failed mm -hmm. to teach their children. You know, they thought automatically, hey, it's gonna it's gonna be okay. They'll teach yourself. We took twelve stones from the Jordan when we crossed over. There's there's monuments. There's things. Let okay. them learn from that. And may we learn from their mistakes. Amen. Right. Let's Amen. learn from their mistakes. And here, you could be a part of the rise or the fall. Amen. That's right, Pastor. Yeah. The, Joshua, in that in that scripture that you were quoting, where he says, "You know, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." In that scripture, that's a scripture-long warning to Israel: Don't forget God. That's right. Don't don't, uh, Joshua understands he was about to die at that in that scripture. Joshua was right. near death at that scripture, and he's warning the people, okay, I'm going away. And, you know, there wasn't really a, a Joshua to Joshua at that point. That's right. Yeah. That's so right. Joshua is telling them the warning, listen, stay in God. Stay in what God has blessed us with. Stay in the goodness of God. I'm going to serve God until the day I die. You guys should do the same. And then when they don't, Pastor, the blessings that you see in Joshua, you don't see in Judges. You see destruction, you see. So that's that's what God is telling us through even you, Pastor, I would say, that God is giving us these ideas. God is giving these things. He's putting them in his, putting them in our hearts from his word. Why? Because he, he sees our, our lives not in destruction, but in prosperity and joy and peace. Not only in prosperity and in the, in the, the materialistic. No, prosperity yeah, in what's true and what's real and what's good. The truth and love and peace and the fruit. The, the true That's things right. of God, prospering in these things. God bless you, Pastor. An amazing message. Yeah. And I can't wait for everybody to hear it. God bless you. When God wants to use you and God wants to uh, create in you a leadership and create in you uh, to be an influence and impact, because, guys, you heard my testimony for a reason. I should be the least one holding a mic 
ministering or being any leader over anyone. I was the worst of the worst. And I wanted to end with that because someone might be listening saying, who am I? Well, you're you're probably 100% better than me, and I was. And if God could use the worst, the chief sinner, he could use anyone Amen. to be a soldier for Amen. the glory of God, Amen. to impact the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. Well, Amen. Pastor, I want to thank you for being a part of this program tonight for God's glory. Uh, would you do me a favor? Would you close out in prayer and pray for all the people who are sick uh, in Jesus' name? Father, we come to you and pray in Jesus' name. Forgive us, Lord, any word, thought, actually. We thank you, Mordell, for your amazing grace. Yes. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for allowing us to be used. We are no one and we are nothing, Father. But a Joshua generation uh, does not just consist of uh, one person, one fellowship, one city, and, and, and one church. It consists of the mentality to say, I'm waiting and willing and ready to serve you in obedience Amen. and the fear of the Lord and a lot of your word and a fire of the things of God and that will cross over in the things of God that will serve you, love you, obey you and please you. Help us God be the Joshua generation. Amen. There's another word for Joshua literally just in Jesus. So help us be the Christian that rises up yes, Lord. to truly serve you in spirit and truth and that we would serve you in a way that will bring glory, honor, praise to your will, to your plan to your kingdom for your glory that will help others do the same that will be examples for your glory and i pray for all those who are sick whether spiritually physically mentally emotionally i pray that you'll bring deliverance yes god tell whatever they're experiencing will be healed and and their body would line up with the word that says you want to help the prosper as our soul Amen. prosper we give you glory honor and praise and thanksgiving i pray for the boys model I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud of even Father Pastor David's boys. They're in Bible school, Lord. Mm -hmm. It's so amazing what you're doing in that city and other cities all around. Oh, I give you great glory, great honor, and great praise. And I pray that they'll always remember the verse. They'll meditate on the word of God praise day you. and praise night. To be careful, obey everything that is written. Do not be afraid or discouraged. And he'll be with you everywhere you go. Amen. For the glory of God. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord and praise God. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Friday and every Saturday morning. Please continue to be a part of what God is doing at Kingdom of God Ministry in Miami, Florida. We kindly ask that you share this episode, describe and follow us. It would help the show to reach other people that we may further the Kingdom of God. We also ask that you keep us at the church in your daily prayers. God bless.